What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Let's just imagine that Steve Armitage is hosting the broadcast tonight. How would that go, Mike? Oh, thanks, Mark. It's going to be a great series as the Calgary Flames, a fabulous city, up against Edmonton. Edmonton! Germs, disease, sweatpants with good shoes. Don't don't bring the hate on Rod. This is all on this end, folks. Be mad at this guy. This is the Rod Peterson Show. Hi, everybody. Welcome to the RP Show and a brand new week here from Century Downs Racetrack and Casino where we had big fun all weekend long. But I hope you're ready to open a brand new week here. Episode number 1059 of your favorite daytime sports talk show. Start spreading the news. We're live on Game Plus TV. Also the radio, WQEE. For those that like to watch on the streams, we're uh, rocking it on YouTube right now when podcast. Let's bring in our uh, co-host for the day, maybe more than one day. We'll see how it goes. Kevin, the medium, joining us here at Century Downs. How are you doing, Kev? I am doing well. I didn't know this was an audition. Yeah, it is. I didn't oh, tell you. You didn't tell me. Those this. are the best kind. Oh, okay. Cool. Yeah. So, cool. hey, we've got some <laughs> funny stories to get to coming out of a wonderful weekend. And there's going to be a lot of Kev and I today. Our guests will be appearing via video. Darren Bombing from Bond fire sports winnipeg and nhl.com he covers the jets and uh, jim lang canada's foremost expert on the nfl jim lang will be joining us in hour two coming out of the first full weekend of nfl preseason play and by the way clark i got two messages for you one and i meant to say this earlier would you mind texting jim and seeing if he'll come in for segment two of hour two give him a little more time maybe keep him for a couple segments because there's a lot of things we could talk to jim clubber lang about are you there clark yeah, sorry, a lot of stuff going on. yeah, yes, we got a lot of stuff going on here, too. So can you please text Jim and see if he'll be available for segment two? And I've also put a photo in the WhatsApp, because Moose is on holidays here right now. Uh, we don't need to get to it immediately, but there's a photo in our WhatsApp. Can you please get it handy and throw it up on the screen when you have it? Moose is on holidays, but that didn't stop him from going to the Argos game last night. Were you going to say something? We do have it if you want to play Okay, so no, not right now, but we'll get to it. Just wanted to let you know that. So those are the guests. That's what's going on. And a couple funny things. Number one, 
We are at the horse racing here, the Ralph Klein Memorial. Do I have the right name for that, Karen? The Ralph Klein Memorial. Lots of races, standard bred races here. You lost some money, but not all your money. I, I'm still recovering from that whole uh, $8 I lost by that much. And yeah. folks, it was seriously that I might much. even been less than that, a photo finish. Yeah. And uh, I don't know, say one of the jockeys, <laughs> drivers, <laughs> drivers, drivers came up to me out of the blue. I don't know how or why these things happened to me. Number five. You've been around me enough. These things just happened to me. And I was leaning on the, on the rail and the jockey, the driver, driver says, nice pink shorts. I'm like, thank you. I think so. And he goes, I want to be like you when I grow up. It's exactly what he said, right? Word for word, that's what he said. And what did I say? You said, keep growing, buddy. I didn't say buddy. I said, keep growing. <laughs> and he didn't seem to find it that funny. He didn't. And what place did he end up coming in? Last. And who bet on him? You. <laughs> right. So I was like, hey, spend a little more time racing, a little less time yapping. And then later that night, we went to the St. Peter's watch party of the Shark Club, and they had a trivia contest at halftime. And you didn't, you didn't really like this. They brought two people out of the crowd, and I leaned over the rail. And as they were answering the questions, I was yelling the answers over the rail. And you're like, shut up. You were heckling. No, I was just answering the questions. Before they were, though. Well, that's what I did. It was my job for 20 years in the CFL to know these things. So, yeah, we had a lot of fun. Thank you, Shark Club, for hosting us. And thank you, Clark, because I don't... Can you hit the quick six show horn, please, Director Jordan? And we'll get on track here. I said we got a lot of time to do a lot of things. So this is what I love about the RP show. Thank you, Clark, for waiting. And throw this up. This was from the Argos game last night. We're going to get to it in a second. But these are two viewers of our show from across the country. Uh, Jamie on the left and Troy on the right. That's Troy in Toronto on the right. Jamie from Cold Harbor, Nova Scotia, the home of Sidney Crosby on the left. They've come together through this show, and they knew Moose was going to be at the game, so they got a picture with him at BMO Field. Oh, that's so that's cool. pretty exciting. I eh? saw you put that up in the chat, and I was going to ask who that was. Yeah, so that's cool. I, I knew these guys will be tuned in today, and they just new friends of mine through the show and they watched on uh, east link cable out in the maritimes where game plus tv is available and of course in toronto on rogers and kojiko cable so yeah moose is on vacation but he's still going to the games and we'll get to the cfl in a second we've got so much to get to but i'm going to open with the blue jays number one dalton Varshow homeward and had five rbis hinjin ru pitched Five innings to win for the first time since returning from elbow surgery and the Toronto Blue Jays beat the Cubs 11-4 on Sunday to avoid a sweep. Mitt, uh, sorry, Whit Merrifield had to avoid, uh, had four hits. Vladimir Guerrero Jr. had two and two RBIs and Brandon Belt reached base four times as the Blue Jays snapped a three-game skid. Everybody's excited about the Blue Jays because they're getting guys back from injury. Uh, looks like Bo Bichette's close. They saw showed him running the bases last night before the game. Um, yeah, so we're feeling good about the Toronto Blue Jays here in the second half. Jordan Romano, I was searching for his name. The guy that does the, uh, the restaurant commercials, he is active in his rehab stint as well. So the Blue Jays are getting healthy. The schedule is getting easier-ish. We're feeling good about that. Point two, a quick note about the Canadian Elite Basketball League. 
The Scarborough Shooting Stars won the CBL championship for the first time in franchise history Sunday, beating the Calgary Surge 82-70 at the Langley Event Center. Did you w watch any of it? I didn't watch any of it. What were you watching yesterday? Football. Yeah, uh, well... Not good for the CEBL to be going up right against the same time as the Argos and Red Blacks on TSN. But what are you going to do? And part of what was in my commentary today was, this was kind of like a Vegas Golden Knights thing. First season in Calgary, they finish first and they go to the championship final. Do they deserve to win it all in year one? It's tough to say you deserve to win it in year one. It's hard to top that. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, had they won it, which they would have deserved it, but would it have been the best thing for the CEBL and pro basketball in this city? Probably not. Probably not. No, so, so yeah, we got to be good friends with Jason Ribeiro. He's a friend of the show, uh, but it was the Scarborough Shooting Stars that beat Calgary 82-70, and I did watch it on uh, TSN. To the Canadian Football League coming out of Week 11... <laughs> And by the way, be watching the RP show all week long. We'll be doing our traditional St. Peter's Home Week contest. Will we be giving a keyword and asking our audience to write into the comments the keyword for a chance to win tickets to this Friday night's game? Calgary and Winnipeg is the honor of the 1998 Stampeders. But before we look ahead, we have to look back. Sunday in the CFL, quarterback Chad Kelly threw for four touchdowns and more than 400 yards as the Argos outgunned the Ottawa Red Blacks 44-31. Kelly went 21-28. DeVaris Daniels had three touchdowns. And they improved to 7-1. The uh, Red Blacks slipped to 3-6. and six. We'll get to all the other uh, Week 10 games in a moment, but that, was a, that was, seemed like a... Like a slugfest, like a haymaker heavyweight bout. That's a great way to put it. They stood in the center in the center of the ring and just threw haymakers the whole game. Really it was enjoyed back it. and forth. Really enjoyed it. Did you think that Ottawa was going to pull it out at any time? Not really. I had Toronto to win. Um, Kelly is just so darn good. Um, I hate to say it. I, I think they're the team to beat. Uh, this is great. For the people that, <laughs> and we're going to get to the NFL in a second. I always, yeah, I love the broadcast people that are watching the show and text in with their tips. You just sit there and watch. We'll handle it from this end. Kevin, uh, sorry, Ryan in Toronto says, Kevin, the medium's looking good in the co-pilot seat. Here we go, Rod Squad. Happy Monday, gang. Yeah, the moose is on vacation and you more than capably are filling it in here. Uh, Apparently, I'm auditioning. Yeah, he's auditioning. And I didn't tell him that until once we got on the air. That's the fun <laughs> way to go about things. By the way, our CFL coverage is brought to you by Sober Carpenter, non-alcoholic craft beer. Check them out at SoberCarpenter.com. You can't really shake a stick without hitting a backup quarterback in the Canadian Football League right now as we enter week 11. Yeah. And that's our poll question today. You don't even know that. Our poll questions brought to you by Key Yorkton Kia, and it's who's the best backup quarterback in the CFL right now? The Kia Seltos features a bold design, advanced technology, and adaptability, all in a subcompact SUV. Call Key Yorkton Kia at 306-783-2772 or go to keyyorktonkia.com for more information. The 23 Seltos movement that inspires. So if you're following the CFL, and a lot of us are, you know that there's a lot of top quarterbacks down. So our options for backups, who's the best one of these four? Drew Brown in Winnipeg, 
Mason Fine of Saskatchewan, Dane Evans of your BC Lions, or Dustin Crum of the Ottawa Red Blacks? Who's the best out of all of those? Who are you going to call? Who are you voting? I'm going to surprise you because I know who you think I'm going to answer. It's got to be Drew Brown. Um, that kid lit it up um, on, was it Friday night? Thursday. Thursday night. Um, definitely has to, he has to be in the running. Uh, well, he's leading with 46% of the poll vote. Drew Brown of the Winnipeg Blue Bombers. Dane Evans of the Lions has 32%. Dustin Crum of the Ottawa Red Blacks, 15%, and Mason Fine of Sask, just 7%. But it was tough to limit it to four. Just to look back at the weekend in the Canadian Football League over in Montreal, Caleb Evans, the backup for the Alouettes, led them to a 41-12 tub thumping of the Saskatchewan Roughriders at Percival Molson Stadium. I talked to Cody Fajardo after the game. Montreal's quarterback was a game-time decision, and Cody's like, he... He goes, I wanted to play, but the head coach wouldn't let me play. And he goes, but it feels good because they beat the Riders without him. Did they say what was wrong with Cody? Uh, they're saying a shoulder injury. Oh, okay. Let's just say upper body. Upper body. It's yeah, new but thing. you could have put Caleb Evans in that poll. You could have put any one of the three Edmonton quarterbacks in that poll because I don't think they have a number one quarterback. No. But right, but let's just consider this for a second. Drew Brown threw four touchdowns for Winnipeg when coming in against Edmonton. Your grandma could throw four touchdowns against the Edmonton Elks. Do you know what I mean? Like, yes. is it Winnipeg's that good? Edmonton was that bad? If you really sit back and think about it, if you put any one of the other three guys in the poll on Winnipeg's team, do they go out and do the same thing that Dustin, or sorry, that Drew Brown did? Maybe. Maybe, but Drew Brown, Drew Brown did it, so yeah. he gets my nod. I'm just being devil's advocate. I know what you're doing. Uh, 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 from Troy in Toronto, he says, I wish you could have seen how geeked up Jamie was to meet Moose last night. Big night for the small town kid from Shearwater, Nova Scotia. I'm glad that we could bring that all together. And trust me, I know, because he was writing me as well. Nelson, our VP of Sim Events, says uh, the correct answer is the one that stays healthy. That's fair. That's, and this year, that's going to be big. Uh, some guy just dropping in our YouTube stream. He's got a Bills logo as his avatar. And he goes, has Edmonton even won a game yet? Thanks for checking, brah. No, they haven't. We'll let you know when they do. A great poll question is, will they win a game? Over half are saying they will not win a game this yeah. year. Camper in Winnipeg writes in, says, Rod, football is a team game. Brown steered the ship very well. Thank you. I'm aware of that. I'm realizing a lot of our audience are just figuring out or didn't know that I worked 20 seasons in the Canadian Football League. I'm aware of how you play. But we couldn't put... 474 players on the poll. Did, you, can just only, pull, did we, you just pull that number from your No. Um, point four, because we got a lot of things to go over today, including Boston Bruins forward David Krejci retiring from hockey today. That was announced Monday morning. The 37-year-old Czech forward spent his entire 16-year career with the Bruins playing a pivotal role in their 2011 Stanley Cup victory. Over who? Sorry. He played more than 1,000 regular season games and had 786 points. We're going to get to the NFL story next. We only have two minutes here. 
Um, the story coming out of the weekend was Nathan Rourke of your BC Lions. Yes. Uh, now of the Jacksonville Jaguars. Even the NFL people are saying it was the play of the weekend. He was the highlight of USA Today's uh, column that I read every Monday saying, here's what you missed on the weekend. All you had to do was open your phone and you would have been inundated with highlights of what uh, Nathan Rourke did with the Jacksonville Jaguars at Dallas on Saturday night. But I just want to mention this. Did you watch any of the tennis, the women in Montreal or the men in Toronto? No, not a drop. Well, there's a lot, of go- lot going on right now, so it's fine. You probably didn't hear this then. National Open, women's semifinal on Saturday. Right in the middle of the game, somebody blared music accidentally. They hit the music switch, and Cotton Eye Joe came on. Ooh. And Pagula, the young girl from Buffalo that ended up winning the whole thing, she stopped, and she was like, ah. And they had to apologize to her. Oh, so sorry. The music played. Distracted her. And I just wonder if that's right. Because you look at golfers, and Tiger loses his mind if somebody says anything on the tee box as he's lining up his drive, or a putt, or what have you. And I think that's a little unfair, because have you ever seen a kicker lining up a game-winning field goal, (laughs) or somebody, a free throw, and they're waving those wiggly things like they have in the pool, those worms? Yep. Is it right that tennis players and golf players want complete silence to perform their craft where, and people are saying, it's a team sport, Rod. It's not like football and basketball. It's individual when you're on the free throw line or as your buddy Paul McCallum told me once when you're lining up a field goal from the 45-yard line, those uprights look like a postage stamp. (laughs) But no, you got 55,000 people screaming at you. I I think the tennis and golf people overplay that. I think they're spoiled. I think they're the, the elite athletes and they demand silence. It's, it's, I would love to see golfers and tennis players trying to play through 50,000 people screaming at them as they're getting up. To do just for whatever. one day it would be fun. It would just, I, would, it would, I would watch it. <laughs> <laughs> you might actually watch it if the fans could say anything. Uh, waste management open in Phoenix. Okay, everybody, on the one day... Let's get y'all liquored up, and you can say whatever you want. Hand out no- noisemakers at the door. Yeah. Come on. That would I be- think at this point in time, it's unfair that golfers and tennis players think they should have complete silence to perform their craft, and I want to invite our audience participation on that. You agree with me, obviously. I don't play golf on a regular basis. I go out and I'll play once every 10 years for a charity tournament. I will yell at whoever I'm playing with as they're getting ready to putt. I tackled a guy once. Uh, Wrong sport, apparently. Uh, that's like comparing the beer league that plays at Windsport <laughs> at midnight on a Tuesday to what the Flames are, you know. It's not the same. But it makes it more fun. you got to admit. We'll continue this in a moment. On the way, Darren Bombing and Jim Lang were live from Century Downs Racetrack and Casino on the Game Plus Television Network, YouTube Live, WQEE Radio, and your favorite podcast platform. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. 
PlayNow.com is Saskatchewan's only legal gambling site. A site with hundreds of slot games, your favorite live table games, and the PlayNow Sportsbook. Head over to www.playnow.com slash rpshow to claim your $50 casino reward. That's www.playnow.com slash rpshow for your $50 casino reward. PlayNow.com 19 plus, use your game sense. Back live at Century Downs Racetrack and Casino. We did have big fun at the Ralph Klein Memorial on the weekend. Kevin the Medium's with me. Moose is on holidays. Great work by producer Clark shifting people around a little later on this hour. Darren Bombing will join us. He covers the Blue Bombers for Bonfire Sports, but also the Jets for NHL.com. The Bombers are in here Calgary Friday night, so we'll be talking more about that. With Bomber, just one segment later than planned. And Jim Lang will join us in hour two for the extended segment. He is Canada's foremost expert on the National Football League. And before we get back into the uh, NFL talk, and I'll just say this to our audience right now, what coming out of the weekend stuck with you for the National Football League? It's obviously for us, Nathan Rourke. And it's interesting with USA Today. I'm reading their update, Kev, as I said this morning, just to get ready for the show and the football guys said to me, because I was talking to them in Florida over the weekend, they're like, you don't need to cover, like, study all the NFL preseason. Nobody's playing. It's just a practice. It's dumb. And then Nathan Rourke goes out and pretty much lights it up. Like, 9 of 17 isn't the greatest, but 153 yards, a passing touchdown. Everybody's talking about that. They're saying that still probably won't be enough to make him QB2 behind Trevor Lawrence because C.J. Beathard... We'll have that sewn up. He was uh, 6 for 13 for 80 yards. I don't know. What do you got to do? Can't do any more than what he did. No, I mean, anybody that was shocked that Nathan did as well as he did hasn't been paying attention to Rourke's story because he, he's a superstar. He's No matter where he plays, he's going to do that. Yeah, well, the other, um, the other part of that is... There weren't any real big names playing, but it was funny because they said in the USA Today article today, you will never have heard of Nathan Rourke unless you're a fan of the MAC conference in Ohio or a CFL fan. And it's like, again, I said 474 players. There's even more playing in the NFL preseason right now. How are you, who could be on top of who all these players are? Well, you can't. So you have a rooting interest. I think that's why a lot of Americans watch. Our rooting interest was Nathan Work. We all wanted to know how he was going to do. Of course, yes. But the Jags won 28-23, and that didn't really, uh, that didn't matter either. Uh, Ryan in New York writes in, he says, I'm going to be as objective as I possibly can, but one takeaway from the NFL preseason this weekend, the defensive line of the Jets is going to be a problem for opposing teams. Well, I do know they won 27 to nothing over the Carolina Panthers. So, yeah, I'm not an idiot. I do stay at the Holiday Inn Express sometimes. Like, I'm not that big of an idiot. I follow what was going on. And I feel bad for my guy Bryce Young, the former Alabama quarterback. Because uh, it was, was it not Trevor Lawrence in Jacksonville? Nobody was sacked or hit more than Trevor Lawrence in his rookie year with the Jaguars. Same, same thing's going to happen with Bryce Young. Now, just to get back on point for a second... Glenn in Medicine Hat, and I want to see you down here at Century Downs, Glenn, before we leave in a couple weeks. 
He says Caleb Evans of Montreal performance against the Saskatchewan Rough Riders Friday night reminded me of the game in Vancouver when Jonathan Jennings lit up the Riders. Some backups just love playing the green and white. Do you remember that game? I actually, I read that uh, on the break, and I'm, I'm like, I remember that game. He, that was when Jennings came into his own and showed he's a starter. Okay, so for the, thank you, Glenn, for the reminder. I broadcast that game, and I'll never forget. Jonathan Jennings started his CFL career as a Saskatchewan Rough Rider. We were all flying down to Florida. We were, had a connecting flight in Detroit. He came up, stuck his hand out, said, I'm Jonathan Jennings. I'm coming to your camp. I was wearing a rider jacket. He's just a mature classy young man nice but he didn't do much with us didn't really get a chance signs with bc and that night at bc play stadium you weren't there no. obviously he threw he threw four touchdowns and caught a fifth <laughs> i don't think that's ever happened before in the canadian be football the, league that would be one to look up and the next morning i'll never forget getting up grabbing the vancouver province newspaper <laughs> and ed willis columnist in the Vancouver province, whom I love. Just a great dude. He goes, similar to Bruce Springsteen's inaugural concert at MSG in 1973, I've seen the future. <laughs> Whatever it was, I'm paraphrasing. But he's like, Jonathan Jennings is the future of the BC Lions. Shortly thereafter that game, we forgot all about who Jonathan Jennings was. So that's kind of what Glenn's saying. He lit up the riders, but that was no indication of maybe what his future would be. And I'm sorry, Ed, to throw you under the bus, as Karen says. But it was not the future. He was not the future. And people are saying, why do you not have Caleb Evans in here of Montreal in your poll? Well, there are only four spots, and the guy's only started one game for Montreal. Yeah. Like, we did put a little thought into this. But I got to say, Saturday night, Calgary Stampeders getting throttled at BC 37-9. We haven't spent a lot of time on that game yet. And while I was flitting around, hosting people at the party, trying to keep everybody happy, and you know what happens when you do that? Nobody happy. Nobody's happy. I just say I can't sit with you for the whole game. Can I put that disclaimer up? I can sit with you for some of the game, but I can't sit with you for the whole game. That includes you. You hurt my the, feelings. The mascot roams from table to table, Ralph the dog, but I can't. That was your job. You had to roam from table to table. So the point was, I didn't see all of the game, but what I saw, Calgary didn't play very good. And they were dropping passes. They were missing tackles. And when they do that, that's not an indication that they're a bad team. They just weren't into it. Or do you think BC just spanked them? BC just spanked them. And I get... I don't know if you saw my facial expression when you say Calgary didn't play that good. BC made Calgary look bad. It was simple. Calgary's not a good team this year. I go to every single home game. I watch every game on TV. They're not a good team this year. Um, Mares just doesn't have what it takes. Receivers are dropping balls. But BC definitely played well. Uh just to have a little fun with everything here. More fun, because we're already having fun. <clears throat> Allie uh, from Taxarkana writes in. She says, Rod, you just shouldn't be so popular. She goes, happy Monday. Well, here's the one thing. She's a big fan of Serena, who was at the party. And I'll, get to the, I'll try to get to as many of your comments as I can. But she goes, I don't understand, uh, Kevin. 
He's a Lions fan wearing a Lions jersey, but then the rest of the year he wears a Stampeders jersey and he's a season ticket holder. I said, it's a Calgary thing. It is. And in a way, a Phoenix thing. Like, there's Coyotes fans that go to Coyotes games every game, but when their team comes to town, they wear their team's jersey. Same thing in Florida. That's a long-time Calgary thing, and you've lived here long enough to know. Well, I've been here 20 years now, so um, it's Calgary's my second team, without a doubt. And you don't feel bad about it, nor should you feel bad about it. No, I wear my red um, every game except when BC comes into town. Mm-mm-mm. So that's simple as that. He lives here, yeah. and you want to back the CFL, so you have season tickets, but your team's the BC Lions. It makes perfect sense to me. And as I told her, I'm still reeling with the, with the realization that her third favorite team's the Toronto Maple Leafs. We should have discussed this. I like that should have been, like, a discussion prior. <laughs> Clark likes it. Yeah, that, she didn't fill that out on her application. <laughs> Did you make her audition? <laughs> no, she didn't have to. Uh, 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 uh. Scott Ford watching in Toronto says, can you ask Jim Lang if he still believes in give me CFL or give me death? He did Argo's play-by-play way back in the day. Yeah, that's where Jim and I got to be real good friends. He'll be on here an hour or two, but he'll be talking about the National Football League. Kevin in... Uh, Calgary. Kevin, why don't you come down here to Century Downs? We got Ted coming down from Red Deer later this week. I want to meet everybody. Kevin says, I was at the game. I've never seen the Stampeders look so disconnected. Lions outplay called them. Meanwhile, oh, okay, now it's getting a little crazy here. Jody in Toronto says, Swag Kelly. Argos. You got Toronto fans are upset. Or sorry. Very excited about their team. Stamps fans and Ryder fans very upset about theirs. Uh, Must be getting close to Labor Day. It's when it all starts. Yeah. Uh, The the, the feed is a little behind. Glenn Erickson writing in from Medicine Hat says, yes, Jennings even caught a touchdown pass in that game against the Ryder. Like I said, he threw four and caught one. One of the single greatest performances ever by a quarterback in the CFL. But he never stuck well later on this week i think we've covered all the cfl games here right i haven't um from last week i haven't looked too far ahead to this week other than to say friday night here at mcmahon stadium in calgary the stampeders will be honoring the 1998 great cup champion team when the winnipeg blue bombers come to town jeff garcia is going to be here wally buono is going to be here they're all going to be here and we're going to be handing out uh, tickets, having a contest, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, running a contest for a couple pairs of tickets so you can go to the game and watch the Stamps and the Blue Bombers. But what I'm probably the most excited about all week, Calgary Flames, new head coach, Ryan Huska is going to be joining us down here at Century Downs. And if you can believe, he said he's actually looking forward to it. Of course he is. So if you want to come down here, folks, if you're in the Calgary area and you want to meet Ryan, I know that he would be fine with that. As I've talked with the Flames... They don't have a problem selling tickets. I was on a podcast last night and somebody said to me, how do you feel about all these empty seats across the CFL? I said, I don't want to talk about it because it's not my job. I'm not the marketing person for the CFL, but just don't tell me it's the economy when this saddledome's bursting at the seams. Rogers Center packed all weekend for the Blue Jays and Jose Bautista night. Don't say it's the economy because it's not. Why they're not going to the games, I don't know, but that ain't my job. But for Ryan Huska to come here, you've lived here, what, 20 years, you said? Yeah. 
Is there a bigger figure in sports in Calgary than the head coach of the Flames? No matter who it is, no, is there a bigger one? No. They're, I mean, especially when it's a new coach, um, not a bigger name. So super excited to actually meet him and uh, hear, hear the conversation. Uh, I'm very excited about it. And uh, Ryan was on Team Canada 2012 World Juniors, and I called the games on the Sportsnet Radio Network. And it's funny because... Somebody said to me on the weekend, you put in your column that you were with Team Canada, and the, but you were just the radio guy. You weren't with the team. I said, I don't know what you'd call it. The trainer came out of the dressing room, tossed me a tracksuit, Team Canada Nike tracksuit. He said, you're one of us. Put it on. That's how Hockey Canada rule. Yeah. So we'll be talking some um, great uh, Memorial Cup stories and NHL stories and World Junior stories with Ryan Huska Wednesday. And just so you know, He'll be here at 10, 20 a.m. Mountain if you want to set your PVRs if you're not able to watch. But also coming down this week, Ben Hebert from Team Botcher, Olympic gold medal curling champion. Benny Hebert's going to be here. Cami Kepke from Global Television and Calgary Surge CEBL coverage and a few more special guests as the week goes along. But it's headlined by, indeed, Ryan Huska. I should mention the EMJ marketing text line is open. So if you have any questions or comments as we roll along through the program, 902-518-3033 is the number to reach us right here at Century Down Studio. That's the EMJ marketing text line. EMJ marketing provides the right keynote speaker for your event. Contact Joe at emjmarketing.com today. We'll be back with a sports update. A little more audience takeover, more with Kevin the Medium and Darren Bombing coming up in hour one from NHL.com Winnipeg and Bonfire Sports. We're live on the Game Plus Television Network, WQEE Radio, podcast and YouTube Live. PlayNow.com is Saskatchewan's only legal gambling site. A site with hundreds of slot games, your favorite live table games, and the PlayNow Sportsbook. Head over to www.playnow.com slash rpshow to claim your $50 casino reward. That's www.playnow.com slash rpshow for your $50 casino reward. PlayNow.com 19 plus, use your game sense. We're live at Century Downs Racetrack and Casino. And as I mentioned a couple times this segment, be watching later on this week. Our contest will continue for tickets to the Stampeders and the Blue Bombers on Friday night. How you can win tickets courtesy Century Downs and the Stamps. By the way, before we bring Kevin the Medium back in, and this is a short segment because Darren Bombing will be coming in next from Winnipeg. Let me know, please, Clark, when he's ready. News from this Monday morning, Boston Bruins forward David Krejci is retiring from hockey. The 37-year-old Czech forward spent his entire 16-year NHL career with the Bruins, playing a pivotal role in their 2011 Stanley Cup victory. He played more than 1,000 games and had 786 points, all with the Bruins. Cue the rebuild in Boston. The Toronto Blue Jays have the day off after dropping two or three games to the Chicago Cubs at Rogers Center. The Jays salvaged the series Sunday with an 11-4 win. Dalton Varsho powered the Toronto attack with a home run and five RBIs. The Jays have the American League's third wild card spot, holding a game and a half lead over Seattle. They'll kick off a two-game series 
with the visiting Phillies on Tuesday. And Calgary's Stephen Ames clinched victory at the PGA Tour Champions Boeing Classic Sunday with a final round of 63. Sports update is for Landmark Cinemas in theaters now. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. And now might be a good time to invite you to enter our contest for a movie night out. At Landmark Cinemas, for movie lovers only, all you have to do is text MOVIES to 902-518-3033 to be entered. Winners are picked every Friday to enjoy a movie night out this weekend. And text in what movie you'd like to see. Uh, that'll help your chances of winning. Okay, Kevin the Medium is with us for a little while longer here in Hour 1. He'll return for more in Hour 2. I should tell you that the text line is open, 902-518-3033. Uh, okay, well, hey, they want to talk some CFL today, and it's summer. There's nothing going on in hockey, and the NFL games are meaningless right now. So are you okay with talking more CFL? I'm always okay talking more CFL. Two texts. Wilf in Steinbach, Manitoba, writes in and says, Hi, Rod and Kevin. Will Buck Pierce be the next head coach of the Saskatchewan Rough Riders? A. And B, Brian in Hudson Bay, the Moose Capital, writes in. He says, as a Rider fan, the bright side is there are only nine more games before we see some positive change. The team is in shambles. So I was on this podcast last night, and the hosts were asking me who I thought would be the next coach and GM of the Rough Riders, and I said, I don't really like talking about that while somebody has the job. Not to mention the fact that Craig Dickinson's my friend. I just don't feel good about it. And Chris Jones up in Edmonton is a real good friend of mine. How do you, I guess, fans like to talk about it, but I don't. Well, it's hard on you because they are your friends. You've made a lot of friends over the 20 plus years you've been involved in this league. For a fan like myself, it's easy for me to right. say, fire Jones, fire Dickinson. You ever been fired? It, yes, once. Doesn't feel very good. Life. It sucks. Yeah, it doesn't feel it very sucks. good. It sucks. But... As we talked about, coaches are hired to be fired. It's very rarely does a coach just walk away. Well, uh, so, Wilf, to play along last night on that podcast, which incidentally was the Rider Nation podcast, hosted by a couple guys out of Calgary, but they were throwing out names as to who was going to be the next coach and GM of the Rough Riders, so they think, and president, so they think that the firings are all imminent. But I said one, and I don't know how much you follow university football at all, Kevin, but I said, Scott Flory, if, you, if, if you're making me name a name, I'll say Scott Flory, the head coach and general manager of the University of Saskatchewan Huskies, uh, coached his program to back-to-back -back Vanier Cup appearances just within the last couple of years because my best friend's kid was their quarterback. He's a Regina guy, a Canadian Football Hall of Famer, and uh, I'll tell you something about that market to our east if there's a local guy coaching they'll give you a little more time do they will they actually give them more time oh, yeah. than they have uh, not un not unlimited time yeah but a little more time than if you're not from there see and that's that would make sense to me is bring in a local guy who is um has some success even at a university level um bring him in they've got to make changes somewhere um Brian, watching in Edmonton area, says, I'm all caught up after six hours straight listening to the RP show from Northwest Alberta to Waterton National Park. Oh, He said 35 plus degrees down here today. Great job with the cameras, Jordan, and with the Cam Moon interview. How about that? He's all caught up. How about that? I'll say this, this weather here right now is, I told you walking into Century Downs this morning, is my 
perfect condition. I love this. 30, you do too? 31, perfect. To our U.S. viewers, uh, I'm calling up my weather app right now. I'm going to have to switch it over because I said I was never going to go to Fahrenheit. Hold me to that, Kev, for as long as you know me. It's about 90-ish, isn't it? Double it Here right now, it's 77 degrees Fahrenheit. Oh, is that all? But it will get to that. Oh, okay. Uh, later on today. It's 93 in Boca Raton, Florida. Home for me. Uh, it's currently 24 degrees, but it's going to get up into the 30s. Yeah. I think 88, Serena was saying, was the forecast here today. It's my favorite because it's dry heat. You know what I mean? Yes. It's not like Florida. So, yeah, I'm glad that you're enjoying the program. Jeff the Stamps fan says, yeah, Scott Flory is an interesting coach. I know him very well. He's the exact same age as me. I'm come through the CFL at the same time, left around the same time. And thank you, Clark, I got your note. So that's just something I'm throwing out there. We'll kick this around more in hour two. Kevin will turn your light on. Yeah. <laughs> so collect your thoughts. And we'll be going to Winnipeg when we come back, everybody. Which is now our number three city for viewership behind Regina and Ottawa. So think about that over the next four minutes, and we'll be right back to Century Downs Racetrack and Casino after this timeout on Game Plus TV. WQEE Radio, podcast and YouTube Live. Okay, so we're live from Century Downs Racetrack and Casino. I thought we had Darren Bombing live and have just been informed we do not. So bear with me, everybody. Um, I have a lot of questions for him, but we got a lot of time left here in hour one. So if you've got questions for Darren Bombing of Bonfire Sports, Winnipeg and NHL.com, Winnipeg Jets coverage, please let me know. I wasn't prepared for this, so just give me a second. The uh, poll question is, who is the best backup quarterback in the Canadian Football League right now? And your options for Yorkton Kia, Key Yorkton Kia, are Drew Brown of the Blue Bombers, Mason Fine of the Rough Riders, Dane Evans of the BC Lions, and Dustin Crum of the Ottawa Red Blacks. And leading the way is Drew Brown of the Bombers. And actually, Darren Bombing is football first, so let's put that to him. You just heard the options. Best backup in the CFL. Drew Brown, Mason Fine, Dane Evans, Dustin Crump. Is Brown as good as he showed in Edmonton the other night, Bomber? Or is it because he was playing for the Winnipeg Blue Bomber machine? Yeah, or was it because he was playing against Edmonton, right? Uh, I think, and I've been saying this for a year, Drew Brown will be a starter in the Canadian Football League sooner or later. Uh, he has shown it every time he has stepped on the field. Uh, he has helped the Winnipeg Blue Bombers in games past win football games. Uh, there was an instance uh, early last year where Zach Kolaris uh, went down to injury, needed to sit out three plays, uh, you know, as per uh, CFL rules, and uh, Drew Brown came in and they kept him in. And he led them to a touchdown drive that, uh, that, that capped a win. So uh, he is incredibly poised. He is incredibly talented. I'm told he is incredibly smart. And I think, you know, this was just the latest example of Drew Brown showing what he can do when, uh, you know, he has an offense at the controls. 
what was the Bombers' take on the hit on Zach Caleros and how is he? B, did you ever think they were going to lose that game in Edmonton and the, ups, the upset of the century what happened? And uh, three, you know, what's the outlook looking ahead to week 11? Did I ever think they were going to lose? No, because I know that the resilience of this Mike O'Shea coached Blue Bombers team is very strong. Uh, Mike O'Shea said as much, uh, you know, in his post-game interview on, on the host radio broadcaster here in Winnipeg that the bench was calm. The bench was very workmanlike energy were the words Mike O'Shea used uh, after that win. And, um, you know, it is the Edmonton Elks. I've seen what everybody else has seen and, and watched all their games this year. Uh, they are not a sound football team. They are uh, flawed in a lot of different ways. Uh, are they getting better? Maybe, you know, maybe a little bit more Trey Ford will help. Um, but overall, I think, uh, you know, uh, the strength of Winnipeg and the weaknesses of the Edmonton Elks. I don't think that game was ever in doubt. Um, as far as Zach Kolaris, he is on the field here. This is day one of practice at IG Field uh, ahead of the game in Calgary on Friday. Uh, but he is not dressed. He is not participating. He is in casual fatigues, blue ball cap and sneakers, uh, and Drew Brown running the, the Blue Bombers' first team offense. It is day one. We will see practice on Tuesday. There will be a close practice on Wednesday, walk through Thursday, of course, ahead of Friday's game. So uh, still lots to be determined. Uh, the hit. To answer your third question on Zach Kolaris, no, I don't think the team liked it. Michael Shea challenged the call, right, and and it was ultimately upheld. I believe it was late. I believe it was unnecessary. I also don't think it was egregious. I don't think it was malicious. I think Coney Ely did what he could to slow himself down, but the fact of the matter is the quarterback was horizontal whether he's holding himself up off the ground or not he is horizontal and effectively going to be down uh you know i don't think coney ely needed to um you know make that much contact with a player that was was going to be down i know it's a bang bang play it's football right uh, i understand those are really tough adjustments to make in the moment but i i do think it, it should have been a penalty um I don't know if there'll be supplemental discipline. I don't think so at this point, but no doubt the Blue Bombers did not like the hit, and uh, they're going to hope Zach Kolaris is okay long-term here with uh, you know half the season to go. Darren, you've covered this team a long time. What does this mean that Zach is in sweatpants today? Is it precautionary, or does it mean he won't play Friday night? Well, you know, I tweeted it at the moment when they ruled Zach Kolaris out. You know, he I think it was a good sign that he was on the sidelines and precautionary at best, right? That That's what you can hope for, that it is precautionary and that it's not due to something more serious. Um, is today precautionary? Maybe. Is it cloak and dagger? I wouldn't put it past, uh, you know, this football club because uh, they've they've shown that before, that, that they can, uh, you know, be deceptive in what they show during the practice week, during their open practices. Um, you know, if, uh, if the story was a little bit different, they would say, hey, Adam Big Hill doesn't need to practice. He's a veteran. Willie Jefferson, he's a veteran. He doesn't need to practice. Zach Kolaris, he's been there before. He's been there, done that. He, he doesn't need to practice. So is this precautionary? Possibly, but as the Winnipeg Blue Bombers always do, uh, they're, they're remaining uh, very tight-lipped on the situation, and uh, we're going to get a first opportunity to talk to head coach Mike O'Shea, who will be the one and the only individual who will speak to uh, the status of Zach Kalara. So we'll find out later today. We have less than two minutes, so please, a Winnipeg Jets update or outlook for the season. It's not too far away, Darren, as you know. Yeah, it is creeping. It is creeping up. I really don't know if much has changed over the last month. Um, 
I think it's a very positive move they made in uh, uh, trading uh, Pierre-Luc Dubois. I think, uh, you know, uh, the the return that they got, some good young players, uh, being able to sign those players to uh, contracts is all a positive thing. The big elephant in the room is their Vezina winning goaltender from two years ago uh, or, or three years ago in um, Connor Hellebuck and entering the final year of his contract. That's a big, big thing, a piece of business that needs to be handled. If Connor Hellebuck doesn't want to sign in Winnipeg, is there a sign in trade? Is there a trade situation? We'll have to see. Um, but indications have led many to believe that uh, a long-term deal in Winnipeg is probably not in the cards. But then you have to find a team that is willing to pay eight and a half, nine and a half million dollars, somewhere in that range, which is a big chunk of the salary cap. Um, you know, I couldn't even tell you if it, it's going up or down this year. I think it's going up a little bit, but that's a big chunk of cash to commit to one player um, long-term. But but there will be a team that feels they are a goaltender away from a Stanley Cup. So that, that could be a possibility. Kevin Sheveldayoff's got his work cut out for him. <laughs> Always does. Darren, wonderful update. Thanks for uh, sliding us in, man. Enjoy the week. Okay, you got it, Rod. Have a great week. Darren Bombing from Winnipeg, live from IG Field. Get your NFL questions ready. Jim Lang's coming up in hour two. We'll be back after this brief pause in Game Plus and Key Radio. Mike Rowe here with a radical idea. If you want to see more companies make more things in this country, buy more things from more companies who make things in this country. I refer in this case to the incredible t-shirts, sweatshirts, blue jeans, and more made by my friends at American Giant. Everything American Giant makes is made in the United States. And right now, you can take 20% off your first order at American-Giant.com slash Mike. That's American-Giant.com slash Mike. 